0: Greetings from Hannibal, Missouri. And welcome to Rivertown Review, the podcast. An informative and hopefully entertaining look at all things Hannibal. With Megan Rapp. People tend to come, visit. They like it here. They move here. And Harold Smith.
1: In our biased viewpoint, this part of the country, this community is an excellent place to be from.
0: And now, Rivertown Review the podcast
1: and uh, once again we figure man we've we've been sitting here talking for what i don't know 15 or 20 minutes and we think yeah we really ought to roll this thing it is uh, i think episode 18 of the rivertown review podcast once i get ready to post it then i'll get to this to the website and then then i'll know and if 18-ish. i need 18 ish 18 ish thereabouts, mm-hmm. yeah almost legal or yeah. or something like that ish. yeah yeah i'm harold smith and i'm megan Rapp. and we have no idea what we're going to talk about this morning well yeah we do with uh, but usually we'll have a we'll have a guest or we'll have a topic or we'll have uh, this or that uh we're we're recover i say we're recovering uh between the between the boats and the steampunk people uh, as this is recorded we have just passed labor day weekend
2: and we are just having the relaxing conversation hope everyone had um has a has a great uh had a great labor day of course you know you could be listening to this over Christmas but you know if,
1: whenever it's labor a nice day was relaxing for you. it's mm-hmm. a
2: nice relaxing podcast yes this time that's
1: right this is this comes in under the heading you know that we got the review about the two friends sitting on the front porch yes so that's that's kind of what this is By and the, the the one thing that that uh, i came up with and I, I, we're, we let, literally sat here and just brainstormed what in the world are we gonna gonna cover uh and our overarching theme for this show has always been if you've been here we want uh you know if you've never been here, we want you to come. If you've been here, we want you to come back. And there are people, and uh, I've run across them, and Megan, you have too, that and and it, this used to be the case, especially people would come, they would visit. And they would go, yeah, okay, I've been there, but once you've been there, you've been there. And that maybe a number of years ago that was the case, Mm -hmm. but but not so much anymore.
2: Yeah, um, you know, many many moons ago, perhaps, you know, um, and you hear from, um, you know, friends and and family that that come and visit or um, just, you know, just looking around on on, on Facebook or, you know, if you go to the... um, Visitors, the visit hannibal.com um, is our um, Convention and Visitors Bureau. And, of course, they have a Facebook page. And you see comments on there like, oh, I I was there 20 years ago. You know, what's new? <laughs> well, holy cow. <laughs> holy cow, people. What's
1: new for 20 years?
2: Um, and so it really is something that if you – you know, we get a lot of oh yeah, I went. I was I was there for you know my, my fourth grade or fifth grade mm-hmm. field trip. Whenever you learn yes. about Missouri history,
1: well, When Linda Colbert was there, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Every grade schooler in the world has been to Mark Twain Cave. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, and maybe you did the cave, maybe you did the museum, mm-hmm. or maybe you did you know Sawyer's Creek, um, which is a fun park. You know, mm-hmm. which you know the, your your experience in Hannibal. Um, as a 11-year-old as a is very different than as an adult or yes. a, you know, as a parent or as a grandparent. And so we really do um, kind of want to devote this podcast to convincing you there are so many other things. Even if you have been to Hannibal before, even if you are listening to this podcast and you live in Hannibal, um, there are so many things to get out and, and, and do. It's just, it's mind-boggling.
1: Yeah. Yes, and... As you say, everybody's been to the cave, everybody's been to the boyhood home, everybody's been to the museum, somewhere along the line. But even the evolution of the quote-unquote twain sites, because it hasn't been terribly long, terribly many years uh, that we've had uh, the Huck Finn house, we've had the Becky Thatcher house. We still have one more property that, uh, hopefully next year, uh, 2019 in the bicentennial year will be, uh, will be back up. I always say Grant's drug store cause I can never say the other one, right? Pilaster house. Pilaster. Okay. Yeah. The pilasters
2: but, are the big columns on the front. That's the, that's a pilaster are, okay. the, are the big kind of columns that uh, in, in the front of the building. But yes. yeah, so, um, you know, people that say, oh, well, you know, I've, I've been through the boyhood home. Well, um. That may be so, but like most museums, you know they they continue to update their exhibits. They continue sure. to. Um you know, present new things. It, it wasn't too long ago um, that the Becky Thatcher House reopened. I mm-hmm. mean, they they took it down to the studs yes. and um, and you know and put in great exhibits about what um, life was like as as a child um, in you know in the mid eighteen hundreds. So like when Sam Clemens was was growing up here. Um, so you actually go through and you can pick a card. You can choose. Okay, are you going to be you now? Granted, we'll we'll take a step back. The Becky Thatcher House is the home um, of Laura Hawkins, who was the inspiration for the fictional character of Becky Thatcher. So the first part of the new exhibits talk about that. Talk about the fact that, yes, it's called the Becky Thatcher House... even though you know becky thatcher is a fictional character
1: yeah yeah we covered all that before yeah right right fact and fiction are are... with cardiff hill and all and all of that exactly
2: all all go hand in hand and we (laughs) all sing kumbaya um (laughs) but you actually get to go through the exhibit and you can choose kind of um who you want to be so you can choose um oh well um i wonder what becky's life was like so you can grab a card from for becky thatcher i wonder what um you know, um, Huck, Huck Finn's life was like, wonder what Tom Sawyer, wonder what, um, Jim, uh, which Jim being the, the younger, um, in the adventures of Tom Sawyer, um, the younger, um, uh, slave. So, um, not, not the not the adult. Um, and so, you know, you go through and okay, well, if I was Becky, what would I have done at school or what would I, would I have, if I was Huck, what would I have done at school? Oh, I didn't have the money to go to school because Mm -hmm. free public education was not a thing. So you, you can, you can really learn, um, through all of these new exhibits and, and these, like I said, these these are all, um, happened within the last several years. Mm -hmm. Um, they continue, the Boyhood home continues to have special exhibits in the museum gallery. Um, and the, and the grand drug store is currently, um, being restored. So even if you have quote unquote, you know, done the Mark Twain thing, Mm -hmm. um, they're always the the boyhood homes always adding new um, exhibits and new exciting things to see and, and to do and to share with your family. Yeah.
1: And when it comes to museums, that kind of thing, uh, of course our friend Lisa Marks has been in here before they have the Hannibal history museum, which their original, uh, when uh, they first uh, established that uh, Lisa sat in uh, with us on the radio one day and, and they're, they're kind of, kind of um, sideways, uh, stated purpose in the Hannibal History Museum was everything uh, everything except Mark Twain. Everything that's not Mark Twain you will find here because you can find Mark Twain everywhere else.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's a great um, addition to Hannibal's um, attractions simply because it's very easy. I mean, obviously, we will always be the boyhood home of Mark Twain. Of course. Um, we are very lucky, you know, Mark Twain put us on the map. Definitely. Um, if we did not have Mark Twain, however, we have a lot of really interesting um, people who made their mark on America's history that either grew up here or um, spent spent their time here. You know, Molly Brown. Um, you know, we've talked about you yes. know, Ukulele Ike and Bill Lear. You know, Lear Jet, um, George uh, George Pogue, who was the first African American um, to win an Olympic medal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we have we have quite the variety of of Famous people um, that you know have have a great place in history, and the Hannibal History Museum, um, you know, gives them their gives them their say.
1: Yes, uh, indeed, and um, and when it comes to the the evolution, uh, not just of the Mark Twain sites, uh, but of the of the downtown area, uh, when it comes to um, once you've been here, you've been here to kind of put that notion, that preconceived notion aside uh, the fact that we have, uh, investors who will come in. I mean, there was a time when empty storefronts along North Maine in the historic district were, were many, there were a lot of them. And the thing that changed that, uh, was in the early nineties when the, uh, when the levee, uh, was built, it was something that the, as I understand it, the, 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 uh, the city, the, some of the citizens of the city, apparently they had ballot issues on this and, uh, the people didn't want to spend the money to do this. And finally, and again, I was in, you know, I wasn't here in the media here at the time. So the ins and outs of that, I couldn't tell you, but, uh, we, the, the, um, the levee, I'm trying to avoid the flood wall. Megan, that's t- all right. Yeah, it's we, a podcast. I mean, we can use the f word. We can use the f word. We
2: can as, use the flood wall. As, that's what people as, know it as. As, as often
1: so as, no as we worries. want. But it didn't take long for that flood wall to make a tremendous difference. And to me, the evolution of Hannibal to the downtown area to into what it has become now, the vibrant entity that it is now, began with the flood wall.
2: Yes, um, I, I would agree. I was, again, not in, um, you know, not, not here actually in, in the area when, when that was built. However, um, without, the, without the levee, without the, the um, assurance that if the river comes up, um, they put the gates in and Main Street, uh, the Boyhood Home, all the historic um, shops and buildings um, in the downtown are, remain high and dry. Um, without that, I really, I, I don't, I don't think that the main, main street would be what it is, what it is today. Um, because, you know, you have that assurance that your building, your business is not going to be washed away mm-hmm. um, because of, because of the, um, because of the levy. Um, now, the, the, you know just. That security, that sense of security on Main Street, I think has really helped to promote the um, the new businesses that have come in, and um, you know you're really seeing a revitalization of downtown with with more um, downtown living. You know you have these mm. these great buildings, and and now you're really getting into people that own the buildings. They're redoing or the, they're they're um, yeah, you know, re- redoing, updating the second and third floors to create loft apartments. Yes. Um, and so you have a lot more downtown living than than I have ever seen before. And oh, when yeah. I say downtown, I mean, I mean Main Street. I mean those yeah. those historic buildings, you know, on Main Street and and off, you know right off those the you know Bird and Hill and but right downtown where people are either um, you know living downtown or some have you know the long term rentals um and so it's just a, you know when you have people that are living in the historic area yeah. that is uh you know that leads to nothing but
1: good things definitely because i am uh, i have been around long enough i remember uh 19, 1973, 1965. prior to nineteen ninety three those had been the big floods and i remember um about um as as I point over this direction, uh to the to the Hannibal National Bank, the HNB Bank building, uh at the corner of Maine and Broadway. Uh there was for a long time, it's not there anymore, but there was a a, a black line on the corner of that building. And for me, and I'm you know, I'm if I stand on tiptoes, I'm about five ten, but it would hit me about chest high. That was the river level in nineteen seventy three. It was well about about four, four and a half feet up on the side of the bank building. And so it got to the buildings on the west side of, of Main Street. Uh, then 1993 came. Uh, I can't sit here and tell you what the river level was in 73. I want to say about 28 feet, 29 feet, something like that. In 1993, it got to 32 feet. But we had the flood wall. Uh, I am told, uh, of course, you know, I say that. Uh, the buildings on the west side of Main Street, here where we're sitting now at the at the radio station, we are about another block or so uh, west of that, and I am told that had there not been the flood wall, we would have, wa- have had water in this building. We're, what, three blocks, four blocks from the river, and we would have had water here.
0: Thank you for joining us for the Hannibal Rivertown Review podcast. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. We want to remind you that if you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Also, for comments and suggestions, you can email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com and visit us at rivertownreview.com and Rivertown Review on Facebook.
1: Then the big challenge, and it happened in '93, and it happened in 2008, which has been the next big big flood since then. Uh, the the marketing people, the uh, CVB people, they have to spend all of their time uh, shuttling uh, to uh, the St. Louis media, saying, "No, no, 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 it's okay. Yeah, you know, we are, we're okay. As you said, we're high and dry. All is well. Please come to town." Hannibal is open for business. Mark Twain's home is is not underwater. It's
2: nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing is underwater. Um, we're we're good. Uh, yeah, there's there's always that um, there's always that image, and I'll tell you, I. It, like well like we always joke if it, if it bleeds it leads oh yeah yep. so on the other side of the levee mm-hmm. when the water which is 9 times out of 10 the river is in its banks but when it gets high our riverfront parks are obviously underwater they're on the other side of the levee that but but we know that we know yeah. that you know people can that's 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 why they are the way they are we didn't um, we never
1: got a chance when mary lynn was with us to tell 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 on her about about kayaking through nipper park exactly
2: we, yeah. <laughs> so 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 the parks you know we we are fully aware that they will be under underwater mm-hmm. you know it is what it is the the thing that will happen is we have where where the river where the large river boats dock which is, of course, on the river side of the levee.
0: Right.
2: Um, there is a big "Welcome to Hannibal" sign, so that when the large river boats dock, they see "Welcome to Hannibal," and and it's lovely. But we all know that if we have to put the, the the floodgates in, all of that stuff is going to be you know up uh, in, in the water. You yes. know, I right. mean, there's a statue that's going to be you know kind of in the water. All, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. You know, the train tracks will be covered with water. You know, every, every but everybody knows that because it's on the riverside of the levee yes however if you are um a camera crew and you get in a boat mm-hmm. on the mississippi you can take a picture of a sign that says welcome to hannibal <laughs> l- which looks like it's floating in the water which yeah. basically gives the impression that hannibal is completely underwater now mm. What they don't show is the fact that that is on the river side of the levee, and on the other side of the levee is all of Main Street, all of downtown, high and dry. <laughs>
1: Everything is fine. Oh, they, th- there are there was a business person uh, here here in, in the community that ran off a network camera crew one time because they were standing on top of the levee and they were doing a stand up on on uh, on TV. And they weren't, and the the camera angle wasn't showing the high and dry downtown. It was showing the other side of the levee where the water was getting, getting right up to the levee. And he ran them off. He, he got in, got in an argument with them and he ran them off that levee bless his heart. (laughs) guy right down here you probably know who i'm talking about oh i can guess yeah yeah but 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 i understand that you know being in the news business sadly in this case you know uh the fact that hannibal is open for business and everything is high and dry is not news when you it's, come here from news. from new york or los angeles or wherever come from fox or cnn or wherever you come from the but mark twain's boyhood home is underwater yes That's exactly. news. yes yes <laughs> the town
2: the town that <laughs> mark twain it's everything everything the oh. mass of humanity
1: oh, uh, just, yes you just want to take those people and just go get out of our town don't <laughs> leave us alone because they just oh bless their hearts, but they've got they they they're they're trying to man to uh, justify their expense account that they're going to have to file with the boss, and like I said, to just do a nice quiet little story about how everything's fine. They the boss won't go for that. News yeah. editor won't go for that. Uh yeah. uh uh-uh. It's got to be. <gasps>
2: Water, the water <laughs> yes yes everything is is arc proportions when it comes to when it comes to the, the river but right. I'll, I'll tell you you know getting back to you know when we were talking about the 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 levee you know that it's been over 20 years since since the has been built we've never had any issue nope. and and it's such a um you know economic driver like you said I mean we, we see so many businesses downtown we have we have new things going on all the time I mean so many festivals There, there's just so many reasons to if you haven't yes if you came and you you know you're like oh yeah well I did the boy at home in the cave or I did the riverboat in the cave we've got so many things going on you know anything from like you just said we're still both kind of slap happy from <laughs> steampunk festival over mm-hmm. Labor Day oh, yeah. um, you know I, we have something upcoming every weekend in September, every single weekend. We have um, a major festival every uh, one, fe- one, at least one major festival every month, which we, we've done podcasts on, on that before. Yep. We've got these new businesses opening all the time. Um, you know, people nowadays really want to see locally owned, you know, they, they don't, they, um, the, the younger traveler doesn't want to, you know, go to your chain restaurant and do mm-hmm. this and that downtown we have all locally owned restaurants we've got locally owned businesses you're going to get some some you know great local flavor when you come here if you want to meet and see the real hannibal we got it
1: yeah i'm and i'm trying to i'm sitting here trying to think are there any really franchise places in downtown hannibal in the historic district
2: i mean if you count banks but i don't i mean because no. that's not like a, a visitor thing i mean if yeah, you need an atm but uh, yeah, um right. yeah i mean they're, they're really there there aren't there aren't yeah. any franchise we, 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 we
1: got a subway out. next door but we're not really in the historic district yeah. uh, i mean per, yeah per you do have a subway on third street yeah, but right. other than that yeah mm, but no know. as far as as far as franchise places and and when when we travel you know we we make it a point you know we don't we we pass the the franchise play we can go home and and go do, do those you know, exactly. we, we want the local places, you know, what, uh, you know, we'll, you know, we might ask people if we're at a hotel or whatever, you know, the, the desk clerk or wherever, you know, where do people go to eat? You know, where are the best kept secrets? You know, where, where do the people, uh, you know, where do the locals go? You know, well, you know, we don't want to, where the tourists go. We want to know where the local people go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there are there are, in this community there are there are plenty of good answers to that
2: question oh yeah and and you know and some of them are are the same you know because there are some great restaurants downtown sure. that both tourists go to and locals go oh, to oh yeah um but you know it, it, not everything has to be um, you know, uh, uh, downtown, we've, we've got great stuff all over all over the place. You yeah. know, you got Drake's yep. Steak and Ale, and you got Fiddlesticks, and you've got, you know, all these fun little restaurants. That, like I said, I mean, they're not big franchises, and it's great food, and there's great um, – You know um, attractions. Of course, Rockcliffe Mansion has has been around forever, but they, um, you know, they're now a B and B. You know, Carlock's cars and pop culture is this new is a relatively new attraction that is just, you know,
1: best kept secret in town. As far as I'm concerned, that place is amazing.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's a private collection of movie memorabilia and um, you know pop culture items and jukeboxes and vintage cars and I mean. So we've got so many cool things that I guess, you know, kind of the moral of this podcast is... (laughs) you know it's we we're really we've really grown since we've we've gotten the levy obviously you know we've had outside investors come in and say oh okay well this is you know safe bet obviously i know know
1: i'm not gonna every other year have the possibility of having to to get the pumps out and pump water out and move everything upstairs or whatever i can not only you know keep the stuff in the store but as you said i can develop the the second floor the third floor and uh try to Fix it up real nice, and then charge people a lot of money to to come live down here, which exactly. which they are happy to pay.
2: Or we always have um, folks that you know that buy the buildings and then they rent out their first floor because you know they're downsizing. We have um you know I know several people that live downtown because you know their kids are you know gone you know doing their own thing and they're retired. They're like you know what I want to live downtown because it's yeah. just you know you can uh, just
1: walking distance from walking
2: distance from everything and, everything
1: that you need. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I was it, I t- I tell you I was I was. I was walking downtown in the in the downtown area for for something going here to there for some reason or other and of course i'm i'm a, I'm a big branson fan everybody knows everybody knows me knows that and i and i found myself just for a moment because i'm i'm there on main street and the sun is such that i'm kind of kind of in the shade a little bit and kind of walking through and i'm and kind of and it started to have a kind of a branson landing feel to it yeah um and you don't have the the the, the high end ridiculous prices here uh, that you'll have in in the, in that kind of a setup too. But it just it just kind of had that feel to it. You had the businesses, you had the shops, and then you have the people on the upper upper floors that mm-hmm. uh, that are uh, that that live there. And it just it just kind of had that had that kind of a of a feel to it. That and people that know Branson know what I'm talking about with that. But uh, you know the or as we like to refer to it, the other tourist destination in the state of missouri yes the mm. other one yes there's, there's two yeah let Just them let them let them get their own podcast yes exactly, yeah, exactly. We'll, I'll get, yeah we'll get lynn barry on the phone and we'll say yeah, yeah, you yeah you we, we started to talk about you a little bit but yeah, she's the cvb lady down there uh, I love lynn. She, she's a neat lady yeah her and yeah, that's another yeah her husband's the mayor of eureka springs arkansas too yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't know that. Didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah. He's the mayor of a mayor of Eureka, which is a, which is a whole nother deal. That is that you talk about a unique place. That's, that's got a, that's got a French quarter feel to it. You get, you get down there, but it's all the Ozarks and I, and I, but it's, and it's no place straight and flat anywhere. And I say that in <laughs> Hannibal and we got hills everywhere here. Yeah. But uh, you get, of course I live in Illinois and it, it starts to, it starts to flatten out. That's, that's where, you talk about '93 and uh, that kind of thing. That's where. That's where the water went. That's where the yeah that yeah, I didn't come here because it all went to the uh, over to the Illinois side and which is uh, the the a little village a little uh, about eight eight or nine miles was about seven miles from here, Hull, Illinois. They they caught the brunt of it, but the mayor put a positive spin on it in later years, talking about that because the 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 effort was heroic on the Snye levees to keep the water out, and then finally just a little over 25 years ago, they, they lost that fight. And he, he bragged quote unquote, put the spin on it. He said, we took a 28 foot levee and we kept out a 32 foot river for a month before it, it finally just, just gave up the ghost. And, uh, and it was, uh, it, it was, it was a interesting time, but yeah, that's, uh, those were folks that wound up, uh, on the backside of that. And they're still trying to get, uh, you know, fight the fight to get the levees up to where the, you know, they talk about the 500-year flood level, and we've had how many 500-year floods have we had in the last 25, 30, 40 years. It, yeah, one, one or two. Yeah, or definitely. Two. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, but yeah, we, we say all of that to say that if you were here a long time ago and you think there's no good reason to come back, pshaw on you. you know, pshaw, I like that. Yeah, yes, pish and tosh on that. Uh, and it just you need to come back because there are so many so many good reasons to uh, to to come and take it in. Whether and, and 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 a lot of our emphasis, we talk a lot about the downtown area. And as you alluded to, you know, we we've got yeah. You can go out west and go to Fiddlesticks, or you can go to to oh, Drake's. Oh my goodness, yeah.
2: Drake tails.
1: Yeah, Drake tails. And my my wife goes there, and they, they ask for her order, and she says, "You see this place here in front of me? Put a tenderloin right there. Exactly. That's I, that's that's what I want right there." And and our and and our healthcare system, and our arts community, uh, and uh, the- and
2: as we talked to Mary Lynn, which we have to say, we we did take a, a hiatus last week, just because we com- <laughs> we were so proud of ourselves for completing the the. The thing that was at the top apparently of Maryland's bucket list, which apparently was so. to appear on our podcast.
1: Bless her heart, that's that's so sad. <laughs> she has that at the top of her bucket list. But
2: as we talked about, I mean, we have so many great parks. We have huge um, outdoor opportunities. I mean, obviously, being on the Mississippi, if you know, you might have come once for Mark Twain. You might have come on a field trip but there are so many more great things about this town that you just you need to come back i mean it's it's just the place to be
1: yeah that's and to me that would probably be a good place to uh, just Thank, thank everyone for for putting up with us for eighteen episodes yeah. so far. Eighteen, yeah, because uh, we, we're
2: pretty sure it's eighteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'll,
1: I'll I'll double check on that, and we'll we'll do a we'll do a retraction and a correction the next time if we if we if we need to. But I I think that's I think that's right. Yeah. Well,
2: and again, just I want to thank everybody for their feedback. Um, you know, we're always welcome uh, ideas or you know. Uh, accolades, critiques, you know, what, whatever. If if you if there's something that you're like, you know, you haven't talked about this, or you should really talk about this part of Hannibal. Yeah. Please, drop us a line, rivertownreview at gmail.com. Um, you know, leave leave comments on um, on our Facebook page, um, Rivertown Review. You know, all, all the all the usual, all the usual good stuff. You know, RivertownReview.com dot is the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thank you again for listening. And um, I think next time we might we might actually we might have a, have another guest. Something we talked about. You know, all the interesting people that mm-hmm. there are in Hannibal. Um, and um, had somebody approach us that uh, sounds like an interesting person.
1: We had yes, and t- take note of that. We had someone approach us. Saying we would like to be on your podcast. So, oh, hey, we got it. Hum- Humble domination. Absolutely. I'm Harold Smith. And I'm Megan Rapp. And we thank you for joining us for Rivertown Review podcast, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for joining us for Rivertown Review, the podcast. For more information on all things Hannibal, visit our website, rivertownreview.com. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, Please email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. And be sure and join Megan and Harold next time for Rivertown Review, the podcast.